This is the Scale with Psychology podcast, where you're going to optimize your psychology to exponentially scale your business and become the ultimate version of yourself. I'm your host, Ani Manian, widely known as the Mind Whisperer and trusted advisor and psychedelic therapist to the world's top entrepreneurs and leaders. And I believe that entrepreneurship is a mental game. And the main constraint in any business is not the strategies and tactics, but the psychology of the founder. And with each episode, I'm going to help you take your life in business to levels you never thought possible. If you're ready to play the game of life and business in God mode, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome back to the show, guys. It's a pleasure to have you here. And I have something very short and potent for you. I've been having conversations with a few clients this week and they've all been stuck in terms of their self-worth, in terms of their self-love, in terms of, you know, the moment to moment experience of their life. It feels a lot shittier than they would like it to be. And so I wanted to create this episode and I wanted to give you the very direct transmission (laughs) that I gave them. Now, my clients um, typically come to me because I see things that, that they don't see for themselves. And I say things to them that no one else dares to say to them, to their face. And I do this 100% from a place of love and kindness and compassion, because I, I truly do think that the definition of really caring about someone, really loving them, is to reflect back the truth to them in a kind way, of course, um, but letting someone know, you know, being a mirror for them, for the things that they can't see for themselves. And so that's what I'm going to do for you in this conversation. And this is specifically about self-worth and self-love. And this is probably one of the most important things you will hear in your life. And that's not an overstatement. That's not an exaggeration. If you truly listen to what I'm about to share, and if you truly get it, and if you truly implement it, your life will change in ways that you have no fucking idea. And I know this because I've walked this path. This is not uh, theoretical stuff. This is, you know, actual stuff that I developed as I changed my own life, as I changed my own experience of being alive. And what I've used with thousands of of people um, in my work. So let's do this. I want to start with a very, very simple definition of self-worth and self-love. And this is something that I um, came up with after the fact, but I think um, this is sort of the simplest way that I've um, I've heard this concept be described because, you know, this is um, considered a little esoteric. It's considered a little woo-woo. It's considered um, one of the, I guess, less practical things. You know, people in personal development circles talk about, you know, increasing your self-worth and your self-love and, 
even in the you know mental health and therapy and psychology circles but i've never heard anyone break this down in this way um in a way that makes it very 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 practical so here's my definition of self-worth self-worth is a degree to which you allow yourself to have what you want i'll say that again self-worth and self-love is the degree to which you allow yourself to have what you want. Now, I guarantee that you want certain things for yourself. Maybe you want to feel good more of the time. You don't want to be a stress ball. <laughs> Maybe you want more money. Maybe you want love. You want to be in a relationship or you are in a relationship, but you want to feel more loved. Maybe you want more inner peace. Maybe you want happiness. Maybe you want to feel fulfilled, whatever it might be. There are things that you want. And here's the thing that no one's going to tell you to your face. You can actually have them right now. And the only thing that's keeping you from having them is you. <laughs> Namely, you are not willing currently to have, to enjoy, to receive the things that you want. That is the only reason, it is the only reason why you don't have what you want. Now, I'm sure you've convinced yourself of many things. You've convinced yourself that you can't have these things because you haven't done the work yet. Uh, you can't have these things because of whatever, you know, situational or circumstantial um, evidence that you've collected over the years. Maybe you've convinced yourself that you can't have these things because of some sort of trauma you experienced in your childhood. I'm sure you have a, a million fucking stories for why you can't have what you want. And unfortunately for those stories, um, we're going to rip them apart right now. And it's good news because if you truly get this, you can have what you want. You can live the life that you want. You can feel the way you want all the time. Because all of these things, whether it's love or money or feeling good, feeling happy, inner peace, success, these are not fixed traits. These are not a function of your past. These are not written in stone like you think your identity is. They're actually a choice. In fact, every single moment of your life, you are making a choice. Now, I feel like most people, you make the same choice over and over and over again. In fact, in every moment of your life, you choose to be the same person. You choose to pick up the same baggage you choose to carry your personal history into every single fucking moment. Which means you choose your present based on your past. Because you've decided that that's who you are. This is how I am. I'm worthy of this. I'm unworthy of that. I'm like this. I'm like that. You've decided who you are. You've decided. And it's almost like you may have written this in stone. 
because it doesn't feel like something you can change. The truth is, though, that your past is actually a story that you've made up. It's complete bullshit. It's basically a set of interpretations that you've drawn based on the circumstances and situations that you experienced. It's completely arbitrary and made up. And we know that's true because someone else may have gone through the exact same situation and ended up with a completely different interpretation and a completely different sense of self and a completely different identity. And therefore they created a completely different result in their life. I mean, you've heard stories, right? You've heard stories of people who were born in the projects and they, I mean, Jay-Z comes to mind, but there's you know, a whole lot of people they were born really poor. Um, you know, the, the, the deck was stacked against them. The circumstances were not in their favor. They didn't get the, the right cards dealt to them, as they would say. But in, instead of, you know, being a victim of their circumstances, they made different interpretations. It wasn't all easy, but they choose to see it differently. And because they saw it differently, they made different choices. And because they made different choices, they got different results. And some of those people are millionaires, they're billionaires, they, you know, are pro athletes, they, you know, are leaders in industries. It's completely arbitrary. And there's other people when in the same situation, living in the same projects, facing the same circumstances who made completely different interpretations. And they might still feel like victims decades later. And they might still, you know, have trouble with money. They might have trouble with valuing themselves. They might have trouble with, you know, being in a, in a great relationship. So it's not the circumstances. It's not the situations. What makes the difference is the interpretations we draw. And to the degree to which we choose to carry those interpretations for the rest of our life. Now, I'll give you an example from my own life. I mean, I grew up super poor. Um, it was me, my mom, and my dad in a, in a 10 by 10 room. And we basically, I mean, the bed took three-fourths of the room. There was a dresser. There was a 10-inch black and white TV, which got two channels. And I spent, you know, the first like 10, 12 years of my life like that. My dad would work three jobs. My mom would work. At one point, she told me recently that my cousin um, and his parents, um, and he also had a sister, were living with us for, I think, a month because something happened you know, in their life. And so that's where I grew up. And I grew up in a, you know, in, in a big city in India. Theoretically, I shouldn't really be here. But it was the way I choose to see my situation. It's the way, it's the interpretations that I, I created. Now, I have a, a, a less favorable story as well. So my first girlfriend cheated on me um, one Thanksgiving holiday <laughs> with her ex. And so I developed uh, a fear that I wasn't good enough for someone to stick around. I was, I was completely devastated. I still remember going over to a friend's place and just bawling my eyes out. 
And I was completely, I just fell apart. And I became so paranoid that, you know, for the next few relationships, I, I was just convinced that everyone I dated would cheat on me. So in my relationships, in those early relationships, I lived in fear. I lived in fear of this person leaving me. I lived in fear that this person didn't actually want me. I, you know, so, and I'll go into this in a future episode, but, you know, I really um, tried to make myself useful because I thought that if they didn't need me, they wouldn't want me. Because deep down, that I allowed that incident to shape who I thought I was and the degree to which I think I thought that I would be wanted by someone else, by a partner. So I actually didn't allow myself to fully experience those relationships, to fully experience love, right? I, I couldn't receive that love because my fear and my self-worth and the degree to which I thought I was worthy of love and companionship and connection blocked me. It was a boundary. It was a limitation. And guess what happened? Because I wasn't really fully there, it led those relationships to eventually disintegrate. And some of them actually cheated on me again. So, you know, and my, you know, I've, I've experienced this um, in those early relationships and for a period of five years, like this was relationship hell for me. And each time it happened again, it would strengthen that interpretation. And it took me a long time to actually break this. So your level of self-worth is like a thermostat, right? Where your thermostat is set determines the degree to which you allow yourself to have what you want. If you don't have what you want, in those respects, your thermostat is set too low. The truth is you can change where your thermostat is set. It's a choice. It's not something fixed, defined by your past. It is a choice and you can make a different choice. So let me ask you this, where is your thermostat set? Do you feel like no matter what you do, you can't seem to have certain things in your life? Like ask yourself this right now. Can I give myself permission to have what I want? Whether it's feeling good, whether it's money, whether it's love, whether it's inner peace or happiness. And this is typically not, you know, a physical object that you'd buy, even though that maybe it is for you. But this is more of those internal feelings that you're currently not permitting yourself to feel because you don't feel worthy of it. And it's also money and it's also love because money is love. So I want you to pick one thing. Let's actually do this. Let's make this practical, right? You can choose to change your life right now if you want. I want you to pick one thing and choose to give yourself permission to have it right now. So I'm going to give you a sentence stem. I choose to have or be or do blank. I choose to have a million dollars. I choose to have a great relationship. I choose to be happy. Whatever it might be for you, I choose to have, be, or do blank. How does that feel? 
Say it again right now. I'll wait. How does that feel? Is it edgy? Does it feel challenging? Does it feel weird and unfamiliar? If so, that's great. <laughs> You're on the right track. And if it feels easy, that's great too. It doesn't matter how it feels. The key thing is this is a practice. It's not a one and done thing, right? You have to, what I like to call proceduralize this new identity. Because you proceduralized, you've basically habituated who you've been in the habit of being before, right? So if you want something different, you need to habituate or proceduralize something else, a different set of thoughts, a different set of beliefs, a different set of feelings, a different set of choices. So the way to do that is to repeat this throughout your day. Do it first thing when you wake up. Do it last thing before you go to bed. Do it when you're waiting, instead of picking up your phone and scrolling through fucking Instagram or whatever it is that you scroll through, why don't you make a different choice so you can change your life, so you can change the moment-to-moment -moment experience of your reality? Make it a mantra. Try it on for size. It looks good on you. And drop a comment, leave a review. Like, let me know how this affects you. Don't be passive. You can be passive if you want to be passive, but if you really want to make a shift, dialogue, engage. Share this with people. And let me know how this, how this resonates so I can keep this, this juice coming and I can keep bringing these transmissions to you. And let me know what you'd like to learn about in your, in, in your life, right? What, what limitations you experience that you want to have me shine the light on so you can break free of them, so you can break through to the other side. I hope this was useful. Again, drop a comment, share this with someone, leave a review. Let me know how this, how this feels for you, how this works. And I love getting emails from you. Um, you know, send me an email, <laughs> hit me up. It really makes a difference to me to know who's actually hearing this and who's implementing this and who's, who's seeing results. And I love getting your emails and I love seeing your comments. It means, it means the world to me. Much love and good vibes, as my partner Lee would say. And I'm going to have her on the show soon, by the way. Well, I want to talk about, um, I've taken her on the deepest journey that I've taken any human being, pretty much. I call her my ultimate case study because I've completely taken her apart and put her back together. And she's happier than ever. She makes more money than she's ever made. She just feels on top of the world. And she's been through the gnarliest, craziest transformation. So I'm going to have her on the show soon so you can hear about sort of what, what happens behind the scenes and, you know, the deepest form of this work that I do. So look out for that. Um, hope this is useful and I hope this really makes a difference and an impact in your life. 
remember that you are limitless. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you found value, please consider leaving a five-star review to allow the show to reach more people or share this episode via your social media channels. If you're an entrepreneur and want support in exponentially scaling your business, email me at ani at animanian.com. Ani